Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when when salt and pepper come together. Welcome to the salt and pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. My name is Lisa. Coming to you live from Lisa's bedroom. Where the action happens. In more ways than one. Like... I read in here, mm-hmm. I play Among Us, Among I watch Us. K-pop videos. I like how you put the G in Among to Among the beginning Us. of us. Among Us. Among Us. Um, Arturo has been making fun of the way I say things. Oh, well, he's one to talk. I know. That's what I told him. I'm like, really? Like, what is you? he saying? Like, you know. I say being. Yeah, you uh, you emphasize your Gs a lot. Um, I was going to jokingly, <laughs> I was going to jokingly, <laughs> oh no, put it on one of my pet peeves because it's not a pet peeve. I just like notice it every time you say it once. I can't even want, like there's once. a W in yeah, front of it is. once. W-O-N-C-E. Once. Every time How you, do you say, say it, it, it makes me once 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 what's the difference once 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 not once once it's one two (laughs) three four no you one erase yeah and you one two three four and i want and then you go to winko food (laughs) i don't say winko that's a mexican thing it's an immigrant thing i forgot you say winko too um oh okay well fine Once. if we're gonna call each other people out you know what you say all the time <laughs> what you say all of the sudden instead of all of a sudden <laughs> i didn't even know that was wrong all of the sudden and i'm like i always um, want to but it's always during an interview so i don't want to be like <laughs> do people is it like that like no it is something because well at one time i googled it because i'm like you know how sometimes people say things differently right. and i'm like maybe i'm actually wrong um it is a common thing people but oh, it's okay a sudden because there's all no there's not the sudden and it's all like, of a sudden all of a sudden very american of me all of the sudden yeah yeah that's all of dumb. a sudden um, no it doesn't sound dumb it just is funny i um Zap always makes fun of me for this one i um I uh, pack the laundry. Yeah. I asked him to pack the laundry. Yeah, that is goes, an immigrant Yeah, thing. sure. Where to? I come home. I'm like, you said that you were going to do the laundry. He was like, yeah, you told me to pack it. I didn't know like what. Was it like in a suitcase or something? Um, Or like. I think we were going to go on a trip. Yeah, so like I think pack he meant where? like pack. Yeah. Like the clothes. So you mean, what do you mean by pack? You pack like, it. Like you 
like F- fold, fold it, it. you're you, oh the fold the laundry fold. yeah that's the thing is it's not like there's a a right or a wrong way because in australia they say so many weird things really oh yeah well they like bangs are french and they say um right you know i'm not gonna be able to think of it they say so many funny things though yeah like really specific things that don't Um, make any sense obviously like loo is one of them or they say the toilet instead of the bathroom Britain does that. Yeah. Does they Australia, Australia says toilet. Toilet, yeah. yeah. Which the for toilet. some reason sounds so much grosser than just say I need yeah. to go to the bathroom as opposed to like I need to go to the toilet. I already hate saying I have to go to the bathroom. I know. That's why I just say I need to go powder my nose. Because that's what they used to coke? say. Yeah. Um, oh, that's what they used to say. They I go, know. Shiny. I'm getting the Oops, powder room. Shiny. Um, also, <coughs> bless you. No, it was a car. Oh, okay. Wow, you did the whole. I was just trying to cover my mouth. It's so irritating. In front of the microphone. Yeah, I'm like going to cough on the microphone. Uh, Also, um, turn off the candles or turn off or like put off the lights or something. I say something weird. Turn off the candles. I think I say turn off the lights. Yeah, turn off the lights is right. Okay. But like close, close the lights. I say close the lights. Yeah. Which the thing is, is like what the sentiment is coming across. Like and I get, Gav will be like, I get what, what are you talking about? I literally have no idea what you're trying you to say. How do you close a light? Yeah. But and he's genuinely like, I have no idea. I'm like, how do you not? Like, I know what you're saying. You're just saying it funny. Right. Right. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> where are we? What's happening? It's my current obsession. Um, yeah. What's your current obs- uh, <clears throat> obsession? Um, Since... I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to say Korean food for like the fifth week in a row. Or that you've been going through a hard time or because <laughs> for so many weeks in a row is the exact same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Every silver lining was. So as most of you know, if you listen to the show, like I'm going through a hard time right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, great. You. <laughs> but yeah. I edit them. So that's why I, I know. Yeah. Um, I have a new favorite vase. Yeah. You want to try to explain it to our audience? <laughs> sure. <laughs> or go to my website. It's like a swoopty swoop floop. Everyone, including you, comments on my vase style, painting style, a looking swoop-dee. like um, a floopty floop. Music notes. I've never, I haven't said that. Yes, you have. No, but I said it was a floopty. But now that you said it's a music note, I agree with no, you. No, you said music notes at one point. When? Not for this last one, but for another one. I get that okay. a lot. Anyways, okay. so um, everyone thinks that my painting looks like music notes. So this one, what I love about it is it's a black vase with like um, a creamy white-ish, grayish, swoop-de-swoop, floop de floop de floop de floop and floop. And apparently not music notes as per <clears throat> Olivia. No, it does look like music notes now that you said it. I just don't remember saying that. Yeah, that's weird. But the black vase still my favorite so black vases i have found are the most popular so that's why they're so unique i know they look so good in your house they look so good not just like a white vase the patterns you do let me finish or it's going to sound offensive okay they look like they could be animal print but they're not and i like them because i don't like animal print like it looks like it could be like a cow print but it's not at all and it's like abstract but it looks like that's like what somebody would go for but that's not what it is at all 
Does that make sense? So are you saying that people who uh, like animal prints would like my vases? Yes. And people that don't like animal prints would like your vases. Like okay. me. Yeah. Like it's like, a really am I good, going towards a no, very no, no, specific no, 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 type no. of person? No, it's I'm like, not trying it's to. like a modern take on patterns that are popular. Mm, because I okay. the, the cow print thing to me is like zero percent not really get thing. me out of here i not even not my thing i hate it like i really okay. really don't like it okay but i understand why people like it and the patterns you make i'm like oh i like that pattern because i usually don't like patterns because they, they're just really tricky but the patterns you make i like Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Um, not at all offended. Um, well, didn't you're not my friend anymore, but I'm not offended. <laughs> I just didn't want it to sound like I was saying your stuff looks like cow print. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, it doesn't. Because we would be offended. Because you and I both would be offended by that. Um, <laughs> it's just we don't really like prints at all, and apparently people get really offended by the things we say. So now we have to be a little bit on the safe side. But also, why things. does it matter if I don't like cow print and you do? Like, go yeah, for it. That's fine. Go for it. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I like my new vase, which it's very cool. It's it's a vase I've been really excited about doing, but I've been very hesitant to work on. It's so unique, though. That's what's going to make you stand out is if you that do more stuff like that. Yeah. <sighs> which your stuff already yes. stands out. But that no, is I know. I know what unique. you mean. It's it's hard when the vase itself already came very unique. Sure amazing style i was telling zav this last night i'm just i can get very frustrated that i don't have all my own workspace stuff yeah um but yeah i'm really excited about it so it's my current obsession and i'm not gonna sell it i'm gonna keep it good yeah what would you sell it for if someone offered you money thousands of millions of dollars if someone if i offered you 500 would you sell it i don't think so i think no i thousand no two thousand genuinely no five thousand five thousand final offer four thousand you would no. sell it. you wouldn't sell it for four grand if I said I give you cash right now four grand. Um no. So wow. this okay. is this is why. Um I think it would be one of those vases where do you know how people talk about certain pieces of art or in their work they wish they didn't sell something because it was like one of their like first pieces or just something yes, that they I know were what you're talking about it's like an original piece that kind of like set off the tone sure. of the rest of everything else this is what this vase feels like for me okay so I sense. think that selling it in the future would make me really so now I know wish you have I a cost five thousand dollars you sell your soul <laughs> I got you sell my soul yes um it's very cool everyone should go i'm very humble to a certain extent yes i need money yeah well absolutely um everyone go to lisa and atlier i honestly get scared saying that word lisa atlier or sue atlier see i don't even know um that word i didn't even know how to say it until you started making Mm -hmm. your business oh yeah i was always like atelier adelaide eight lear at (laughs) talir um my current obsession is s-c-h-i-t-t-s creek you're so funny but i didn't want to say it so it would be an explicit podcast because you're not a naughty girl you're i'm not a good naughty. girl i know <laughs> um it is really funny when i tell people i like i think about it <laughs> when i go i've been watching oh yeah shit's now i'm used to it <laughs> yeah. um it's so funny 
so funny. It's so It's good. funnier the more you get into it because you notice the tone and inflection of people. And Alexis, at first, I'm kind of like, she's not very funny. And then as it was going, I'm like, she's the, the way she is, is yeah. how I would want to be as a rich person. Yeah. And her like punctuation marks as being David. Every single sentence is a period slash David. And it's that is unreal. Art. That it's, is art. And I, I feel like what I, what I like about it the most is you can tell it's the the people that are, cre- it's not the writers, it's the actors who are mm-hmm. making that, which is so funny. Yeah. It feels like an original art piece, yes. like original art for like when an actor is so good that they embody a character you've never thought of, seen, like Moira? heard. Is it's a completely unique? It's like a. It's like you just think of it, and it's, it, it's like the Walmart version of Meryl Streep <laughs> and the Devil Wears Prada, and it's so brilliant. It's so funny. Her outfits, David, and it's like this weird accent that does. It's not an accent. Her wigs. I've never seen her in anything but Home Alone <laughs> either. So it. it was just. It's so funny. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I forgot about that. I know. Um. Okay. Well, now that we're gonna need to cut most of this out um what is your silver lining let's get down to the silver lining of the week you go first how about how about you go first i'll be nice um you're all you're so nice um my silver lining is that things have just been so much lately like they've mm. just been like bleh. I don't know I'm coming towards the end of like wedding season so I have a lot of editing but I also don't feel like I'm very busy like I kind of just went from being so so busy and traveling and doing all these things to like sometimes I just go to my room and I sit there and I'm like I know I have so much to do but sometimes I just sit there mm-hmm. <laughs> like what am I doing like what's happening and I'm not really working at the studio anymore and that kind of got me out of it I don't know. Things have just been whatever. But the silver lining is that I actually have time to work now. I just need to like get into the flow of mm-hmm. this off season feeling because as many self-employed people know, it's easy to just be like actually have so much to do and you you genuinely don't even know what to do next. Analysis paralysis. Yes. And like, oh, I know what I need to do, but like, oh, I'm not going to do that right now, though. Like oh, that type of yeah. feeling of like, mm-hmm. I'll do something else, I guess. And then working on stuff that doesn't really generate income too, and being like, how much time should I put into that? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't want to do this other stuff. I'd rather do this. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's really hard. Yeah. It's a lot. It's just a lot of staring at a computer all day, all day long. I'm just staring at a computer and it is a lot. Did you end up getting your blue light glasses? No. Hmm. Are you going to? I don't know. I just... I don't know if they're going to do anything. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm not really getting as many headaches. That's good. It's just the reality of what I do is just staring at a screen all the time, which is unfortunate. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your silver lining? I said that really weird. Uh, What's your silver lining? Mine's, mine's silver lining. Um, sorry. I was just thinking of my boys because of that's what they say. Mine's because it's yours and mine, but they say mine's. That's cute. It's just so cute. One of those kid things. Um, uh, my silver lining is Zav is gone. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole That's thing. That's it. Uh, no silver lining. Um, he is gone. It hasn't felt like he's left yet because it's a normal work day for me and I don't have the boys. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm a little nervous to go pick up the boys and take them home and Zav never shows up because <laughs> he's gone overnight. And he might not survive through the night. Yeah. So it's just a little freaky without him. Boring. Honestly, he does so much mm. around the house. He's like so helpful. He packs the laundry and stuff. He packs the laundry Closes and the things. lights. Um, so yeah, but. I don't know. It's I I it's really weird because I get into a rhythm. He's not gone multiple nights, but I get into a rhythm of when he's gone liking the part of not having to be home by a certain time. And I'm just like out with the boys doing stuff. Right. So I'll probably just do that tonight. I might go stay the night at my parents and yeah, they love staying there. I don't know. It's like a free for all. And it kind of feels weird not to have any like yeah expectations or rules in a weird sense yeah that's fun so we'll probably have fun go take them to ice cream or something oh that's fun yeah where do you guys go get ice cream um bleep bleep yogurt hut why did you say bleep bleep oh because we're mentioning brand names yogurt hut wait we're not supposed to say yogurt hut? are we trying to give them business sure okay yogurt hut oh okay it's <laughs> great news uh i was so confused i'm like why aren't you saying yogurt hut um okay so today we're talking about going outside of your comfort zone because we talk about this a lot yeah on the podcast and that's like our lives yes and this week in particular we are putting our money where our mouth is sorry our exposure where our mouth is um and we're actually like doing because the thing is is i think it's pretty easy for me to talk about going outside of your comfort zone because I'm not really afraid of too many things when it comes to that stuff like I'm pretty I can compartmentalize a lot of things when it comes to things I'm scared of like going to New York a little out of my comfort zone like I had my things but it's never going to be enough for me to just not do it because that's just not in my nature to not do it So it's easy for me to encourage people, but there's always been one thing that I'm like, no, 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 you will never make me. I hate all of you. I hate social media. Screw you guys. I just see you. you, I guess you didn't say what it is yet. I just see you editing the videos and going... Like someone's pulling you away from the screen. You go, it's your fault. It's your fault. F you. I hate all of you. I don't have any issues. Leave me alone. Why'd you make me do all of this? Pretty much. It's kind of like out of everything, why couldn't I have just this one thing that it's I like didn't have to do? We're like, Olivia, we love you. But you have this to do This is good this. for you. Yeah. But you have to, to save your life, to, to save, save your, your job. To save your marriage. <laughs> well and that's that's the thing that's funny is the thing about going out of comfort zones is it's not we're not talking about life and death things like getting sober or not cheating on your spouse we're talking about things that don't have to happen they are not things that you have to do to like impact your life like you can just keep doing whatever you're doing so with that it's posting videos if you guys couldn't tell and I just hate videos I hate being on video. I hate being on film. Whenever people film me on their phones, I don't look at it. I don't want to see it. I want to be in a an illusion, a box. Get me out of here. <laughs> but I came to the conclusion, which I think we both have in the past six months, of like, 
we don't need this podcast, but if we want it, we have to go above and beyond if we want it to be successful. And I don't have to do the podcast. So like if I didn't do these, we don't have to do these videos. And that's what was so trippy about the whole thing is like, oh, we don't have to do them, but we need to do them if we want this to be successful. It was the next step. Yeah. I mean, we could have taken this step a few years ago, but that's okay. Which in hindsight, we really couldn't have because of the gear. Like everything did kind of come together, like getting my own gear. Sure. But it actually is, it is different. It is harder with your phones. Like as far as what we have now, it really did kind of line up like the place you have, like we have your place now, you know, because you were at your parents. Like we have my gear. I am able to understand Premiere because of the years working on it. Like I feel like things did line up. So yeah, we could have done it in the past, but I think of where we're at right now the quality is right there yeah it's like quality Mm -hmm. is immediately there how it looks is immediately there and now it's just down to like execution but yeah and doing it and doing it which ultimately whatever excuses anyone has you just do it I was talking to a friend this week who has black hair she uh, hates herself (sighs) yeah and I'm like you just gotta do it girlfriend and she's like okay girlfriend (laughs) because that's how we talk to each other um so anyways I was talking to a friend who is artistic but has four kids is in a time where she can't create more but she has a lot of materials that she has made in the past artistic things and so she was asking me like well have you gotten started what made you just like bite the bullet and do it were you even like biting a bullet or did you just know you wanted to do it I was like honestly didn't expect to be starting a business didn't put that much pressure on myself but as I was taking little steps and thinking through what I wanted to do I honestly was like I mean why not just create a website it it was almost like a snowball effect right and it wasn't until I realized, oh, how much work all of this is going to be. I, like, I'm yeah. starting a business. That's when I got scared. Mm-hmm. Before I, and it was when you told me I'm starting a business. I didn't realize I was starting a business. I didn't realize I was starting a business. I just thought, oh, well, now I'm just going to create a website. Yeah, that's, you know, a monthly fee, whatever. As long as I sell a few vases, that'll be fine. Or, you know, little things like, okay, now I'm just going to take pictures and, you know, I'll just wait to see when I'm going to do it. I am not someone who just like creates things. I'm not someone who just does things and um, follows through with them. Right. So... Talk about being out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I just did it. Yeah. And when I started getting these negative thoughts of like, well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to figure that out? Yeah. I had like some people to talk to who have started businesses mm-hmm. or know the ropes in a sense. They had no idea anything about my business. Mm-hmm. So um, getting out of your comfort zone for me just means you can't even think about it. Don't even allow yourself to get in this space. And if you do, honestly, research has helped me so much. And knowing the more negative you think, the more negative 
you become. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like not putting pressure on it was key for you and for me with this. It was kind Mm -hmm. of like, I'm just going to create them and see what happens. Like, I'm going to hate it. Okay. What's next? Hopefully they get us traction and we're just going to see what happens. And like the same with you is like you started creating vases because you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just started. It wasn't this whole. And, and I think this is the issue, not to tangent, a little bit with me in college is like this massive amount of pressure to do the thing right when you're done and you're graduated. Like, well, I have a business degree, so I'm going to sit down and I'm going to start a business. And it's like, well, what do you want to do though? Like, do you even want to do that? Or do you just have all this knowledge now? Like what is the desire and the why behind your, why you're doing stuff? And I think that really is key is like, what is the why? Like, why are you wanting to do these? Like, why are we wanting to create videos now? Well, because we want the podcast to be successful. It's like, do we truly want the podcast to be successful? Yes. So what do we have to do next? The thing I don't want to do. It's like, okay, well, do it or don't do it. It's up to you. That is the trip. I think honestly, that is the trippy part about telling people to go outside of their comfort zone is it's just like, it's all up to you. It's when you want to do it. And if you don't, I was literally just listening to a podcast with Ed Milet, who like dream goal. Are you kidding? I like want to hug him. Be with him. Oh, oh, whoa. have him on the podcast. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Hug him because he just seems so like, yeah, I know. Lovable. And like if he hugged you, everything would be fine. Doesn't that feel Isn't like that? that weird? That's why I feel about yeah, the rock. So true. Okay. Absolutely not. Like if he hugged me, everything would be fine. You're <laughs> 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 Um, anyways, listen to a podcast with Ed Milet and I just started it before I got here. But, um, this guy was saying it was just the very beginning. So I know the episode's going to be so good, but he was saying a lot of people live at five. So they don't live at one or 10, but they live at five, which is like this perfect spot of complacency. So not like one, I'm in a super abusive relationship and I have, you know, addiction problems and I'm going to be homeless or like what, you know, a 10 is, but He was just saying it's so easy to live at five because you don't have to change anything if you don't want to. And there's not this urgency or this like need to change. And great people who do great things and actually change the world never live at a five. Like they always try to go to a 10. And I mean, I feel like that is what the... um, like that's really is what is needed if you want to make a difference in your own life and the life of people around you not saying these videos are going to change the world right but if we could change our world it could change our world and if we believe in this podcast and the message of this podcast the videos could change and impact the lives of people that we want so like thinking bigger what is bigger about that you know you creating vases that could be big like that can show your children like what if by you doing this that shows bear that he can do the thing that what if he one day makes the thing that impacts the entire world it's like we don't really know the things that are going to happen but those things don't happen to people who live at five I don't believe no I think it all comes back to the why I mean we talk about this all the time but why are you doing it whatever your motivation is just stick to that and remember that my motivator for the podcast and my vases, which are my two businesses, both of them are knowing that, knowing that I'm like called to do that. And I feel like called is just such a Christian-y word, but I have this deep sense of this is where I'm supposed to be. And it makes me really uncomfortable, not just the topics that we talk about, not just, um, 
you know, how much time and money and effort goes into it, um, including, you know, <clears throat> yeah, just it, you like you just generally don't feel super comfortable, but you feel good doing it ultimately and it feels right. Right. As like wrong as all the other circumstances can feel because mm-hmm. you feel like almost insecure, right. it just feels so right because um, I think that just comes back to keeping your mind on like the prize. And for mm-hmm. me, that's the why. It's not what it could be because it might not be that. Right. It's not this dream or manifestation of the goal The goal is, am I staying aligned with what I think I should be doing and just listening to that? I think that's ultimately what keeps me out of my comfort zone and allows me to be uncomfortable is like the okay almost by God knowing that that's the life I'm supposed to be living. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think we're supposed to be comfortable. The fact that we live in America is so amazing. I will always be on the top tallest pedestal talking about how amazing America is of course there's downfalls but what we're downfalls? so privileged to live here oh yeah. my goodness like even the poorest people which is like very poor here are p- privileged to a certain extent yep. compared to other countries mm. and that's coming from my family coming from a very poor dictatorship country mm-hmm. And so when I think about that and I think about like my privilege and everything that um, I'm afraid of not having like money or security, I just think, well, if everything as far as my businesses doesn't go right, I still have, I can still go back to like this secure and safe place, which is not doing any of it. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, and what's really interesting is the more you live outside of your comfort zone or you don't live at a five, the more being at a five feels weird. And I noticed that this week specifically, I was really in that. Like, I just wasn't working that hard, to be honest. And I just didn't feel like it, which was very weird for me. And I was just like, I don't want to. And that felt so off. And I went to bed a couple of those nights going, I did not push myself. Like I didn't accomplish anything. I lived within my mediocrity and that did not feel good. And I think like we're all called to be great. And I think a lot of people, most people don't do that. They live in this world of this nine to five world and it's just kind of it's it the book I told you to listen to the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss that's what he talks about how we're all under this great like delusion of how we're all living and that it's so wrong the way that we all live that we live in this weird space of doing the bare minimum or doing things for the money or never ever trying to go outside of your comfort zone living out of just straight up fear and it's easy so easy to do that that's so interesting that you say that because one of my own fears is like letting my own family down who came from who are immigrants right and to let my parents down or like not make them proud is one of my biggest fears 
And like I'm already living in one of those because I'm like not a lawyer, not a doctor and I'm not making a lot of money. So I'm just a disappointment. <laughs> um, but I know overall they're very proud of me right. in a different sense of the word. But overall it's because of fear. Like mm-hmm. they came from a society where everything right. was taken from them. They didn't have choices and they're just worried that if I don't have money, I can fall into that same circumstance when ultimately especially being christians that's so not true like you're just supposed to be doing whatever you feel called to do and like what your passion and drive is for um and that looks different for everyone but i think it is so easy like i'm i'm very much on like follow your passions but also if you want to do this like mundane job like you're more than welcome to sure. is that what you're supposed to be doing I don't know yeah that's on you that's on that's totally on you um yeah and I think when it has to do with fear it's understanding so like if you're listening to this and you're like okay well how do you do it like you're saying just to do it it's like well I think you have to figure out what your core fear is and you know we talk about the Enneagram a lot and how mm-hmm. every number has its core fear and core mm-hmm. motivation um and I think coming down to like true self-awareness and your core fear of why you don't want to do something so maybe for you it's like I don't want to let my family down or you know I really want to show them like it's funny because I listen to armchair expert and Monica's first generation and she talks about how when they got the Spotify deal the first thing she wanted to do was tell her parents so they'd be proud of her when you know like she that was already want to cry yeah because she was already <laughs> making so much money yeah and they always wanted her to be it's all like these things legit yeah and it's like oh but no look I actually have millions now like you you can you're okay like don't be scared as opposed to being like I'm gonna do the thing that I feel like is right for me and for us it's God I'm gonna do what's right that I believe within my faith that this is what I'm supposed to do it does not matter what anybody else thinks or the core motivation of these videos is like what if people think I'm ugly what if people think that I am not pretty? What if people think we're stupid? What if people, you know, and it's like those too late for me, <laughs> which check, check and check. <laughs> um, but then then going further and going, well, why does that matter? Why does it matter if someone thinks I'm ugly? Why does it matter if someone thinks I'm stupid? Because if we believe what we're doing is right, that's all that should matter. And that's so hard because it's so non-human to be that way. You know? Have you seen the TikTok trend where someone's like, they have a thought of like oh gosh I look really fat in this and then it like zooms out Mm -mm. and then it like shows like it like zooms out all the way towards like space and then it like shows space and it's like how minor and stupid really how much does it matter I know how like really am I going to talk about like a TikTok trend but when I see things like that I'm like yeah why does any of this matter and then my depression can really hit accord within that of like apathetic and I'm like literally why does any of it matter like why are we here well, at all luckily we have a, like we believe in God so we know we're here right. for a reason so I if anyone is feeling that way I am very sympathetic to that because it's even having a faith in God it's hard to take yourself out of that and I don't know how I could have um without the help of antidepressants um want me to say something yeah sure what's funny about you saying that is I think of it the opposite way so like when you say that I immediately think we'll just do anything and everything then why would you ever stop because you know one thing and this might sound morbid and I guess I've never really verbalized that I do this the reason why this week I actually did bite the bullet how many times were you gonna say that today um and do the videos was because I picture my funeral 
And then I picture my tombstone. And then I think, okay, so I'm not here anymore, whenever that could be. And what are people saying about me at the funeral? Like, are they saying she was so pretty? Like, she had such good clothing. Please be that's what it is. Even if that's all that it is. It doesn't matter if they say I'm an idiot. As long as it's something along those lines. Her butt was so hot. I'm going to start working out. (laughs) That's the core motivation. Like, I want people to say I'm hot at my funeral. Um, But. I mean that wouldn't be bad no. um but but then thinking like do I want to make a change and a difference in this world and what if every decision I made was based off of how my appearance like that's so weak like it's such a weak thing to be and to think about like that is a true weakness within me to make decisions based off of that so then being like how can I be stronger and it's doing the thing that I don't want to do hmm. and I think we all have that all of us have that thing that they're like I'm not good enough I know I'm going to quit if I start there's no way I'm going to do it I'm going to fail my parents think I'm stupid people are going to think I'm dumb whatever that thing is like you actually just have to do it because when you die you're not doing this again like that's it and that doesn't have to happen when you're 80 that could happen tomorrow so like are you good like, are you good working at your nine to five, taking your yearly vacay? Are you happy? Are you happy with the toys and the debt? Maybe you are. But like, think about it and then think about dying tomorrow and then do the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you feel like there is a thing. If you feel like there's a thing. of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so my word of the year, I haven't talked about it in a while especially because I just went through a depressive episode. <laughs> so I've been going through a really hard time. I've been going through but a really I love hard Korean time. Food. Um, but word of the year is mind over matter, which I only just now remembered, which is wild because coming out of that depressive episode, all I can say is it's my mind and it's like literature that I hold on to and statistics and like my prayer life and my faith. And I don't know how it's different because I've had those things inside of me. But it's like some sort of a flip of the switch. Some sort of flip of the switch that just little reminders of um, things that keep me going. Like I even saw a TikTok today. Um, it was a psych psychology experiment and overall it was just about learned helplessness and how um there were um students in a classroom they got two different tests and they didn't know it and so one of the tests was easier than the other one and so um one half of the room had two questions that were impossible to answer Hmm. The other two were really easy to answer and you had to raise your hand when you were done. So half of the class. It's literally my worst nightmare. That was me in school. And the third question was the same. And at the same time, you raise your hand when you're done. And uh, the class with the really easy two first answers, all three times they raised their hands the fastest. The second group that had the two hardest questions, but the same third question never raised their hands or it took them way longer. And 
Um, so the word for that is learned helplessness. So what they learned, the psychology behind it, is when you already feel like you're a failure, even if it's not true, when you compare yourself to like other people, then you don't think that you have enough in you because mm-hmm. you're comparing yourself. And it's so wild because I... Um, wait, there's a thought that I wanted to tie to that with something else. One second. I feel like um, <clears throat> this is going to sound like a tangent, but I love to post like little TikToks on my like personal. And I never would have done that when I was in high school. Like on Vine, I would have been like way too scared or I wouldn't have posted Instagram photos that I really wanted to post because I knew I was going to be judged for it by other people. And I feel like now... I don't compare myself to anyone. I feel like no one is more superior to me or more inferior to me. I just feel like I can be myself and I don't care if someone tries to say anything about it. And so I don't know if that's like a great direct link to that psychology Mm -hmm. video or analysis, but... I feel like when you don't have anyone to compare to or think of what other people are going to say, you're more likely to just do something. Right. Well, what's funny is in Schitt's Creek, when he's taking his um, his driver's license test because he didn't get it, he was like asking Alexis her opinion. And, she, and he's like, how do you not have anxiety about anything? I'm actually really concerned about you or whatever. And she goes, no one cares, David. Literally nobody cares about you as much as you care about you. And then he was in the driver's test, you know, and the guy is like on his phone the whole time. And he's like, so what do you do? He's like, I'm a DJ. He's like, so do you care about this test? He's like, dude, I've done like eight of these today. Like I have a gig tonight. And like that is actually, that's funny, but that is literally life Mm -hmm. we all care about ourselves so much more than other people care people are not going to bed caring about you if they are like there's a problem they have their own stuff they have their own and they actually do have their own stuff yes and for the most part they're caring about you because they care about themselves exactly they think you're prettier because they care about how pretty they are Mm -hmm. so yeah i think it's just it's one of those things of like i don't know actually just like you said, it's just like doing it and then being like, okay, it's off in the universe and I have no idea who's taking a look at it or who's doing anything with it, who's seen it. I don't know if like someone I know has seen my TikTok. I don't know if they listen to the podcast. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It makes it so much Everybody, easier. If we know you, we don't do not want to know if you listen to the podcast. I'd prefer not to know. Which is funny Unless too. Unless you have something good to say. Well, obviously. Like how funny I am. Or like how good my butt looks on the podcast well sure okay okay (laughs) why not no questions asked (laughs) um i am turning into you oh no i'm rubbing off (laughs) the worst way possible (laughs) this is bad there can't be two people (laughs) um i literally don't know what we were talking oh the um the funny part is too is that the content we're posting i should be more concerned about the content not about how we look I should be very, very worried about the stuff that we are saying and posting and the the friends that we have that we may or may not be kind of talking about. <laughs> but for some reason, I really don't care. But how do I but I do care how my skin looks. You know why we don't care? Because we know we record this we're no, funny. We, well that too. Yeah. <laughs> we record this podcast and it's like whoop, 
It's just in it's the gone. universe. It's not. Well, like I'm of, talking into the, we talk into this microphone. Yeah. We're just talking to each other. Fine. But it I doesn't edit. go anywhere. But the thing is, is I edit <laughs> them. Edit I edit it and then I edit the videos. So I'm really thinking about what we're saying. And sometimes yeah. I'll go, eh, <laughs> eh, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> I'll keep it in. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, with all of that being said, we want you guys to know that we're practicing what we're preaching and we're trying to go outside of our comfort zone. Absolutely. And so we're calling our shakers this week. Do one thing. And tell us. I want to know. Oh, my gosh. That would be the so exciting. most animation I've seen Aww. from you all day. Well, tell that us. makes me so happy. That would make me so yeah. happy to hear that, like, we're af- affecting someone positively and not just Even hurting your feelings. <laughs> seriously. Well, the ones I'm posting are just the hurtful ones. I need to post <laughs> the nice ones, too. Um, do, even if it's the weensiest thing. Even if it's you really wanted that polka dot dress, but you don't know if you look good in polka dots. Like, just wear it. Or you wore polka dots in front of us and you didn't know. I like polka dots though everybody um okay like one thing I think is really difficult for people is wearing less makeup or no makeup in public that's true you know that kind of stuff I would love to hear like anything you know to build your confidence or yeah even if it was a negative experience like yeah I wore makeup in public and didn't wear makeup in public I'm never doing that again yeah like somebody said I looked but tired. what did you learn from it you yeah. know like silver lining or even like if you've wanted always wanted to start making reels on something just make one this week and like put it out yeah. into the ecosystem and we'll support you guys so just know big like people that do big things can't live out of five and you have to start so small mm-hmm. it's not a big thing it's just no. this little thing that you start yeah Okay, well, uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Like we said, tag us, share it on your stories. We'll definitely slide into your DMs, and we will respond to you. Um, And I think that's it. So it's always better when salt and pepper pepper come come together. together. Bye. Bye. Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.